Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, nail tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each week we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and mentors who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals and made their successes. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi and welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. I'm your host Sue Davies and this next couple of weeks we're going to be talking about the huge subject of awards and I'm going to divide it into a couple of episodes because firstly I want to kind of talk about the different types of awards there are and what the benefits of awards in general is about and then I want to give a little bit of a perspective from the judges side of things and how to perhaps put your portfolio together if you are an awards scheme that requires that because um, having been on both sides of it I can't tell you how important that portfolio is if you're entering one of our biggest industry awards what the judges could be looking for and what can turn a judge off and um, and I've sat in enough judging rooms now to know that there's a lot of different um, things that you can do just to try and make your transition to finalist or your transition to winner a little bit easier. Hopefully this couple of episodes is going to be a little bit of a holy grail of awards and you know I'm not going to give you all the answers because you need to write those yourself but I can give a few helpful hints and tips on the best way to get the best possible result for you. So first of all, let's have a look at some of the different award schemes that are out there. And there is a huge bone of contention as to whether all awards are worth their salt and whether some of them are literally popularity competitions. And that thought sometimes tarnishes the awards that are actually worth more, um, in my opinion. And to me, all awards are have one thing in common they're massive massive marketing opportunities for you and your business and your team awards are a marketing tool and they should be used as that you know this is an opportunity for you to talk to your clients about what you're doing in your business it's an opportunity to tell new clients potential clients existing clients that you take your business seriously that you're trying to advance your business that you have great skills and that you are putting yourself out there to be judged and that's a really difficult thing to do and believe me I've done it many many times over the years sometimes I've won sometimes I've been a finalist sometimes I haven't got through but every time I do it it makes me reflect on what I've been doing over the last year where my business is at where anyone that's working with me is at and how they impact on my business and you know what your bottom line is are you improving are you not improving but it's it's just like looking in a massive massive mirror is how I've always seen it and so I just really want to share some of those things with you over this next couple of episodes on how to view them and how to use them because they are a marketing tool. No matter what award you go for, no matter what place you get, just each time you get through to another round, it's a different level of marketing opportunity. So let's start with my favourite type of award because these are the ones that you actually have to work hard for. And to me, these are the ones that mean more. I've got quite a lot of awards and it's funny, I've just been where I'm packing my house up to move. I just packed all of my trophies and awards and I've got a multitude of different awards. My awards range from 
being a now judge at now competitions through to being scratch star services to industry um, back a few years ago so I've got a really wide range of different awards I've got salon awards I've got individual awards um, some of them mean more to me than others and you'll find if once you start this thing it is a little bit of a bug and you kind of get a little bit engrossed in when the next one is that you can enter I haven't entered every competition but because there is just so many different award schemes and competitions that you can enter. But anybody that competes, once you get into the finals, it becomes a bit of a personal challenge, or it definitely did for me. For example, when I um, first opened my salon, I had the wonderful Helena Biggs editor of Scratch come down to do scratch pads at the salon. And it was the first year of the Scratch Awards, and she's like, you have to enter. And... Uh, Anyway, and yeah, I won't go into the whole conversation, but basically I decided to enter and was absolutely blown away when I got made a finalist. And I was up against some um, four other great salons and we went to Scratch Stars and we were, you know, quite, I think a few of them, definitely two of them, people that I knew and uh, and Coco Nail Bar in London won. And I was like, no, my lovely friend Belinda Price, um, who's now like, head of OPI capabilities and education she and her salon nail spa um, got a highly commended which I don't I don't think that's actually been given again since I think maybe once it's been given maybe in a different category but I yeah and I I know from all of the research and chat and Helena afterwards I did come third that year and it but it inspired me to continue and so for the next few years um I, I continued to compete and I took my feedback and I learned and grew and my business was growing and eventually it took three attempts to get now Salon of the Year independent and I was so, so chuffed um, when I got that award and being up on the stage with um, the girls that were working with me at the time and my daughter was just like nothing else. It was such a, an amazing moment and Coco Nailbar had won a couple of times um, previously and for me, as one of the little guys who just had, you know, this tiny little salon, I was only 54 square meter salon, it was very small, um, to actually beat a huge um, salon like Coco and Elbar was just, to me, such an achievement to be able to you know, push forward for the little salons and, you know, Coco and Elbar has, has done amazing things and they enter awards everywhere. And, you know, and sometimes we all need to learn a lesson, you know, these huge, big london-based salons enter virtually every award scheme there is and there's a reason that they do that and that's because the power of marketing behind the awards and you mustn't ever ever forget yes the wonderful things that happen when you win but so much of it is the journey to that moment and the few days after that you need to capture and tell everybody about and that is what awards are there for. And yes, it's an amazing night out and you get to buy a new frock and a lovely pair of shoes and see all your industry friends. But fundamentally, it is a business decision entering awards. That's what it's all about. It is about marketing and it's about telling the world about your business. So what happens in this type of award is that usually there'll be a big marketing campaign by the trade magazine or by a national organisation and they will be requesting nominations or entries. Quite often in this type of award, it is usually self-nomination. Certain categories can quite often be nominated by your peers kind of thing. But mainly, this is 
a self-nomination process and you have to decide to put your salon in or your business or yourself in as whatever category you want to enter. For me, I really like the challenge of going for the business awards because it makes you kind of really, really evaluate where you're at. It makes you look at the offerings that you provide to your clients. It makes you look at what offerings you have for your team. It makes you look at so many different things. And I've entered once or twice, I've entered practical categories for um, Scratch Stars and and it isn't my thing. I can't stand competing under pressure. I don't like it. I just, it's not my thing. I don't mind judging people in that, in that situation, which is really terrible. But personally, I've done it a few times. I've entered nail competitions and I've entered award um, categories that are practical skills. And I just find, I just get really, really stressed and it just isn't for me. And I'm much, much happier sitting, writing and then talking about what it is that I do. That's that's my niche. That's what I prefer doing. And so you have to work out what it is that you want to be tested on, because that's all it is really is just a test of your metal if you're um, going to be competing and having to practice your skill in front of somebody you really really have got to have nerves of steel for that because it can be really really stressful and as I say it isn't for me I don't enjoy that process but you just need to work out what category suits you best look through the criteria and work out how you can make it work then whatever category it is that you are deciding to enter as I say check the criteria work out that it's the right one for you and then meet the criteria It can't be any more simple, really, but you'd be amazed. And this is why I'm going to do another episode next week um, that's a little bit more from the judge's perspective. But just make sure you read that criteria, answer the questions fully, answer them with clarity and answer them concisely. And do try and make sure that you proofread it, that you just check that all the information reads well and that you have covered everything you possibly can portfolio work like this is never something to be rushed it's always something to take your time with and just you know try and set aside at least an afternoon to do it because if it's a if especially if it's a business award the the questions that may be asked could require quite a lot of research and um, checking your history and all that kind of stuff so just make sure you've got plenty of time you're not going to be rushed and that you can give it your best shot once you have completed the portfolio and you've submitted it All you can do then is just sit back and wait and there's nothing else you can do. You can stress as much as you like, but it is out of your hands at that point. And I would, at this point, if you haven't had to ask clients for testimonials already, I would just start talking to clients and start telling them, oh, you know, this exciting news, you know, we've entered a competition. Oh, I really hope that we get through to the finals and just start that little buzz. Maybe send out an email and maybe do some social media if you want to. You know, the whole social media thing and putting it out there to your peers and public um, is maybe a step too far at this point because it really does depend what your normal social activity social media activity is and it may be that you don't want to tell your competition that you're entering it may be something that you want to keep quiet until um, submissions have closed because it is it's it's a competitive game and if your local competition sees that you're entering it may just make them decide to enter too so it may be something you want to keep close to your chest but if you want to start telling your clients and your friends and family that you're entering this you know get that support to help you because it can be really really stressful and I know the first couple of things that I entered that were high level like this 
I just, I was just constantly just overthinking, oh my God, did I do this right? Did I do that right? Did I say the right thing? Did I not say the right thing? What did I put? And always, always keep a copy of everything you write down. Biggest hint and tip ever here. Do your application in a Word document and then copy and paste it to the online form. There is nothing worse than you get to the bottom of an application form online. And I'm sure many, many of us have had this happen. And all of a sudden, something happens, your internet goes down, the screen refreshes, you haven't pressed save, and you've lost everything. So always, always put your applications in the form of a Word document. And then you've got it for posterity, you know exactly what you said. You've got it for if you want to enter again, you can, you know, use the words and stuff if it's appropriate um, for alternative applications. And it is always great to have that record just for you to look back on. I mean, I've, st I've still got all of my submissions that I've made over the years. And, you know, probably now they don't have the salon, I'm not going to use them so much. But, you know, there's always an opportunity that I can utilise those, you know, for all the different things that I'm doing now. And always, always keep the document. Don't lose what you send in. Because what if they lose your application? You know, it could be that they, they have a technical error on their end and you may have to resubmit. So just make sure, keep a Word document, a saved file of your application. Once it's been submitted and applications have closed, um, then it's sort of, you know, you're just waiting for the first drum roll of have you made the finals. Most organisations tend to have five finalists. It's unusual to be less, but if it is, it's probably going to be three in this kind of award scheme. And you'll be waiting patiently by your computer screen, I guarantee it. Many of these award schemes publish the date that the finalists are going to be announced and I've been on tenterhooks so many times waiting to know and it, it never gets any easier and I know there's a couple of times when I haven't got through and you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and then it all starts coming out and you aren't one on the list and it is I've got to admit it's gutting I really really like being on those lists I don't like not being on those lists I do have a slightly competitive nature so for me it's like if I've entered, I should be on that list. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out and you just have to suck it up and wait for the next opportunity to re-enter and make your application better, bolder, stronger. That's all you can do. And then this is probably your biggest window of marketing opportunity. Depending on the award scheme, you are going to have a window of opportunity. And to be honest, at this point, it doesn't matter whether this is, you know, the local high street awards, if it's a national award, a regional award, it doesn't matter what it is. If you become a finalist, you are going to have, in most instances, probably at least six weeks. And in some cases, it could even be months of opportunity to tell everybody and anybody that will listen. And even if they don't want to listen, you can still tell them. Um, but they, to have this opportunity of marketing. And this is where awards come into their own. You will be given a logo, you will be given social media assets, you will be given the opportunity to shout and say that you are in the top five or the top three, whatever it is in your respective high street, area, region, town, national award, international award even, you will have the opportunity to say that you have been shortlisted, that you are one of the five best in the country, the five best locally, the, whichever it is that works within the scheme that you're in, use it. 
And this is your opportunity to tell people again and again, send out emails, do a countdown for your clients, build the excitement, build the buzz. And you know, even if you don't win, they will remember all of that stuff and all of that good news because that's what being a finalist in an award scheme is. It's good news for you to share. Get onto your local papers, get onto your local radio stations. This is an opportunity. They like good news stories, you know, the world is full of bad news stories and these local papers and um, local radio stations all really like being able to tell good news and whenever we've done it I've gone to you know they don't always take it up if they've got a lot of other things that they need to um, be talking about that week you may be unlucky but you're going to have several weeks where you could possibly get this into your local paper so don't give up and you know and I know people don't tend to get local papers dropped through their door all the time I haven't seen a local paper through my front door for years but they market themselves and they use use sponsored ads to pop up all over the place. And if people click those links, then there's a chance they're going to see your good news. So make sure that you get into those places. And especially if you are up for a national portfolio style of award, you know, these are the serious ones. You are judged by your peers and industry experts. And these are the ones to me that have the most value because they really test your skills, be they practical or business. They look at you under a fine microscope and it isn't about have I got enough um, people liking my post? It isn't that. Obviously, that is part of it, but you are being checked on by industry experts as to whether or not you meet the standard to be the best. So once you've become a finalist and you've gone through this process and you've made the absolute most of it, you're then going to be popping out to your local high street to get your awards outfit and your new shoes. You're going to book your hair appointment. Um, You're going to organise everything you need to, you know, get your tickets. Quite often you'll get a free ticket to the event with some of these big, big awards and you may have to pay for your staff to attend with you. And uh, and for, for me, especially when we were entering the Scratch Stars Awards, you know, for us, it was like our team night out of the year. And I'd always enter. And as I say, a couple of times I didn't get through, but we still went. And um, and then more, you know, over the, over the years, I've been um, invited to go to these things as a judge. And they're always such a good night out. And even if you aren't up for an award, it's really just an amazing night. And it's such a buzzy night everyone's so happy some people are less happy after the awards are announced because they didn't win but usually everyone bounces back and you know and I think especially um within our industry you know we are quite good at helping build our friends and our peers up and being there for them and you know and I know there's been many a time you know where I've, I've gone over and congratulated the winner of an award that I haven't won or people that haven't won have come over and congratulated me when I have won and it's a it's such a, a lovely environment to be in so going out and getting that outfit to you know just in case you get up on the stage is such an important part of it and really really enjoy that process. Make sure you've got your hotels booked if you need to, transport, all that kind of stuff. You know, this is all like just general logistics things, but it's all really important and you mustn't miss it to um, make sure that you are ready and on point for the night. So you go to the awards and you have all of the pre-entertainment and then it's the big moment. It is the biggest drum roll of your career to date at that point. And you are literally on bated breath. And every time, I just can't stand it. It's, it's really, really exciting. But equally, it's just one of the most um, on-edge moments of 
of anything I've ever done because you're just waiting. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And I have to say, I've probably I've I've lost more than I've won. Um, but that is part of it. You know, I think I've got I've got two scratch stars and uh, which I am so, so proud of. And I can't believe I've just packed them, packed them away. I was trying to leave them until the last minute. And in the end, I was like, no, do you know, they just everything just needs to go away. But my two scratch stars, I've got um, Salon of the Year Independent and I have got my scratch star services to industry, which is my absolute pride and joy. And it is the one that means the absolute most to me because that's about me and my career and all the things that I've put into the nail industry. But I think I'm just trying to count in my head and I think I've got another five or six entries that went into Scratch and um, and I had a couple that I didn't get through on and I won too. So I didn't have too bad a, an achievement out of all of that. But it's really, really important to recognise every step of achievement. Even doing the, the application form is a massive achievement and you should give yourself a pat on the back just for entering these style of awards because it is so much work and so much goes into doing them. But those moments when you get called up on stage and you have to all of a sudden you just go into like auto robot mode and you just go and walk up to the stage and everything kind of just goes into a blur and both times it's happened to me you just it is it's like you go into autopilot it's a really really peculiar feeling and you are exhilarated you've got adrenaline pulsing um you know, you've got the people that go up on stage with you. When I went for services to industry, obviously I was on my own, but my daughter then joined me on stage and it was just such, a, it was such an amazing moment. It really was. And the piece de resistance of this bit was that I got to get my award from Duncan James from Blue. And I that just made my night because I love Duncan James. I think he's a wonderful guy. And although winning the award was amazing, receiving it from him just was the icing on the cake, really. Those moments just make it worthwhile. It, you know, being a finalist is fantastic, but winning is like nothing else. And that moment of joy when you get that award in your hands that means so much is just amazing. And nothing can really beat that exhilaration and that excitement. But after a couple of glasses of champagne and um, and the end of the night comes and everyone leaves clutching their awards, you get home and put your feet up and just look back at what you've done that night and the next morning you wake up sometimes with a slight headache I have to admit because there may have been quite a lot of champagne but you wake up the next morning and that's when your job comes back again and you start the marketing rounds again and you tell everybody that you won I mean if you if you if you're sensible you'll have your phone out with you the night you win you'll have people taking videos ready just in case you do win um and people taking yeah having videos of you keeping your Oscars face just in case you don't win but please 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 don't ever be embittered about not winning because it isn't it isn't the be all and end all yes it is amazing when you do win but if you don't win you still were top five in the country you still were you know top three regionally or whatever the the um, finals place that you had was you still had a massive massive achievement and don't beat yourself up over it and please 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 don't be a bad loser and beat up the winners for it it's a really really um, sad thing when you see people that just can't 
allow other people to enjoy their moment and we've all worked whenever we get into these awards we've all worked equally hard to get there and someone has to win and I believe me having sat on the judging panel sometimes it is so hard to differentiate people at that level because you are working at the top of your game and it is really really hard to pick out the things that maybe just push it over the line for one salon or one business owner or one nail tech over another or one hairdresser over another it must be very very difficult because we're you know for any judge you are judging so many different things and it literally can sometimes be a surprise you know as judges we we never know until the night who's won and we have obviously who we think should have won and sometimes it's really not it doesn't come out that way (laughs) you just you just sat on the night thinking wow I didn't see that coming but it just is like it's you have to remember with all of these things and it's an accumulation of points that the judges give to each person on each question of their application and it may be that you know sometimes the um you know the best run business um as a like as a true best run business doesn't win because someone else has got a, an amazing system for customer complaints and you know the way that they deal with the client in the event that there's an issue you know they could show such care of their clientele that that outstrips any level of business acumen that anybody else has and it it really does come down to some real peculiarities sometimes as to why one salon will be another or one professional will be another but ultimately at this point you've probably got another few days where you can then be out there actively marketing your win you need to be as I say on the evening if you can doing social media maybe doing some lives from the awards for your clients to see and so they can take part in it because there's nothing like people feeling that they're included and especially if you win people love being included in that win so make sure that you utilize everything you can do lives from the event do posts photos everything that goes across your social media you will get that opportunity to do those things once so make sure that you utilize that opportunity one of the things that I did after we won the Salon of the Year was I got all of my regular clients to have their photograph taken with the award because to me they really were part of my journey and part of how I managed to win that award. From those photos we made a collage that we shared on social media and also got published in Scratch magazine that then you know my clients had made it into the press kind of thing and they loved it. Then the next day, you know, you can do like, you know, the effects of the party, maybe there's so many different things that you can do. But if you win, make sure that you talk about the win. And even if you don't win, make sure you talk about the experience and how you're going to learn from it and what you're going to do to grow your business and grow your skills to be able to do better next time and maybe get the, the win next time. But then after that little initial buzz around the awards, everybody's moved on to the next thing and so then the only thing you can do is use your you know you can put your finalist logo on your website or if you've won you can put your winner's logo on your website and on all of your social media on your price list and all that kind of stuff and and then that's it until the next round and you become yesterday's news effectively so you can see you know that there is a very small window of opportunity after an awards if you win where you can promote it but that window of opportunity between finalist and awards night is big and that's the time when you can make the absolute most because you're on your way to being a winner and 
that is really, really valuable marketing tool. So make sure you use it. The next awards that we're going to look at are the ones that tend to pop up and everyone's a finalist. Um, and I have to say, I'm I'm not going to say that these awards are the most amazing awards in the world. They really aren't. These are, um, in most instances, an opportunity. They're a bit. They're a business. That's what they are. They're being run by a business that operates award schemes throughout multiple different industries, and they do it very, very well. And they give you an opportunity to market yourself. And to me. These awards don't mean as much. Yes, they're great to have on the side because our clients don't always understand what goes into the achievement of winning an award. And these awards, I'm not going to name names because that wouldn't be fair, but I think most of us know there's usually a round um, in the industry of posts of, I've been, I'm a finalist, I'm a finalist. And yes, it's great to have that moment of social media and marketing opportunity. But these awards, they'll usually charge you a huge amount to go to a dinner. You're likely going to be charged for trophies. You're going to be charged for every part of the process. And if you win, you know, then you've you've got through from a shortlist. Usually, I know when I've, I've been in these and I think we thought we were in a shortlist of 10, but it turned out we were in a shortlist of about 120. And you then got shortlisted again on the night and eventually a winner was announced. But it just, to me, it I felt quite peeved because I felt like I'd been misled. And I know there's a huge number of people that really, really, slate these kinds of awards and there's a lot of people that love them too but they seem to get quite a bad press and the key to these awards is you know normally you will you won't have even nominated yourself all of a sudden you'll receive an email a phone call um, a social media message there'll be some method that you find out that you've been nominated and are a finalist and you'll be usually quite surprised that that's happened and we all know that I think there's probably two, There's I think there's really two or three different awards that tend to behave in this way. And, you know, the one thing over the years that I learned, especially after the first time, you know, I felt a little bit once bitten twice shy initially because I did feel that when the salon got put forward, I think we were up for three different categories. And I ended up, we decided to go to the dinner because we thought, why not? It was a year of like, yes, do it. Let's just go for this. And I was I'd entered the salon into three different award schemes that year and we'd made finals on all of them and I just decided it was going to be a year of awards. It was 2017, it was a massive year for us and decided to go for it. But what I realised at the end of the process was that these awards, yes, they are perhaps not what they seem to be. You aren't judged by your industry peers or industry experts. The way that I've found them to um pick who is a finalist seems to be from how your um, Google operates and whether or not you rank highly, how many reviews you have on Google, all that kind of stuff. And so they are recognising a level of achievement, but it is literally recognising that you have a business that does well on Google. And that isn't necessarily the best indicator of how successful your business is. It's just that you're good at collecting reviews, perhaps. It probably does indicate if you've got all five-star reviews that your client's very happy and that you provide a great service. But it isn't necessarily testing your business model. It isn't testing your client base. It isn't testing your skill. And I think that's where there seems to be this divide between what makes a good award and what makes a bad award. However, 
whenever you get nominated for one of these awards or selected as a finalist, however you want to word it, you still have an opportunity for marketing. We have to remember that generally our clients aren't aware of all the different award schemes that are in our industry. We all know as an industry that you've got the big hair awards, you have big beauty awards, you have now big nail awards. We all know what those are. We know the ones that are run by our industry journals. We know the ones that are run by our professional trade associations that are full trade associations and are recognising the trade skill that you have. We all know what those awards are. We all know how hard we have to work for them. I've just been talking about all the different portfolio stuff that you have to put in and it is hard work getting into those awards. These awards generally you don't actually have to do anything other than have a Google presence. And so if you get through to being a finalist, use the opportunity. You can complain about how terrible an award they are, or you can use and abuse the level of marketing tool that that provides you. And you know, and just don't buy the dinner. Don't worry about it. To me, me, and this is purely my personal opinion, and I'm sure that there'll be other people out there that may talk about awards that disagree with me. But for me, Any opportunity as a finalist is your biggest window of marketing and that is what you should use it for. Don't go to the dinner. You know, there there is a a lot of thought in the industry that unless you go to the dinner, you aren't going to be on the last list of the finalists and you aren't going to win. And I can't say whether that's true. I do know that there seems to be a situation, I know the one I went to, there was um, a couple of people that didn't attend and they still won an award. But who's to say? I'm, I don't sit on those panels. They don't have a judging panel in that way. And I don't know. It's a, it's a real misnomer. There is something, they're a very mysterious way of selecting who the finalists are and a, an even stranger way of selecting who the winner is. So just use the marketing opportunity it gives you a window. Your clients don't know whether it's the best award in the world, the worst award in the world, whether you've made it up. They have no idea really. And so make sure that you get all of that information out into your social media, onto your emails and out to your clients and out to the local community to say how fantastic you are. Use the opportunity because that's generally with this type of award, there is so many finalists. The chances of you actually getting through to be the winner are much, much reduced from something like say the Professional Beauty Awards, because they have a finite number of finalists and you know that you're in a very small group. So you've got like a one in five, one in three chance of of going through to being the winner. But in these other awards, you could be one of 20, 50 different finalists. And so your chances of winning are much, much reduced and just have that in mind and take it for the opportunity that it is to tell your clients that you've been made a finalist in X competition. Some of these awards now do take portfolios. And when I know when I did mine um, in 2017, I chose to, be, it, then it was a very much optional thing. You could put it in if you wanted to. And that didn't seem right because it's not an even playing field then because I was putting my portfolio in, but you know, were any of the other nine finalists putting a portfolio in, but I was in this round of huge, you know, huge number of applications that I was doing. So I just kind of transferred some of the information from those and put a portfolio in. I still didn't win. And the salon that did was, I can't even remember who I have no, actually, I really can't remember for the life of me who it was, but it was, it wasn't me. But I use the opportunity anyway. And, you know, that year, if you if you go back over my old salon page, you'll see, you know, that that year in 2017, we had 
a period of time where we were just like, and another finalist place, and another finalist place. And it really does get a buzz in the salon because that's what it's about, is just creating a buzz, building the business. The next one we're going to look at are your local awards. These are usually run by the local chamber of commerce, by the local council, sometimes by an independent body. I know the year that I entered every award category that I could, um, I entered the Kent Health and Beauty Awards, which is run by a really amazing independent lady and it's a great award scheme. It covers everything from hair, beauty nails, personal trainers, anything and everything that can contribute to someone's health and well-being and how their outward appearance goes. And it's a really fantastic little award scheme, but you still have to put in a full portfolio and answer all the questions and you get through to the finals based on that. And I know how much I put into it. And I think on that year, I got a silver award for services to my industry. And we also got a silver award for salon of the year, I think. I can't remember now. I think we had two that year from there. These awards are great places to start because it's a bit smaller and you're not necessarily putting yourself out there in industry. You're just putting yourself out locally and it can feel like a bit of a safer place to be if your first um, entries go into something along these lines. So think about having a look at your local council website, doing a search locally for your county. You know, I mean, if you just in Kent, if you look up Kent Beauty Awards, you should be able to find the Kent Health and Beauty Awards and look at how their processes work and what their dates are and so on. But look for county level, look for even town level, you know, and just see where you can begin your journey. These are nice awards to enter. And I really, really enjoyed being part of them at the time I was doing it. And it's nice to see other local business owners and network because, you know, there's a salon that was down the road for me that I'd known of for years and years and years. And, um, and we were, we were up against each other and the person that used to own that salon then had a different salon and I've known her for years personally and she was there too. So we had this, you know, all of a sudden you get all of these salon owners coming together that normally are co local competitors, but it's a nice time to be able to share your experiences and just wish, wish each other well because that's what it's all about is just sharing the happiness and the joy of being a finalist. The other kind of local awards would be your more serious local business awards. And this is where you could be up against anybody from any industry, any sector. And so these may be a little bit more challenging for us to win in because we all know that there can be just a little bit of negative bias towards our industry. We've experienced it so many times over the years of how people believe us to be and what people believe our intellect level may be and what people believe our business acumen may be. But this is an opportunity to kind of shine for the industry. These awards are portfolio based awards and you will have to create an entry to go into them. And so make sure that you've thought about it. Remember that, you know, you could be up against the local butcher. You could be up against a local tech company. You could be up against all different kinds of businesses. And so you, this is where you can show exactly what it is that you do to make your business work. I'd say that generally this is probably going to be for more salon-based businesses. You need to have... a. Um, something that's going to be taken more seriously, perhaps, because that's what they're going to be looking for. They're going to be looking for you and business development and business growth and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes it can be harder to show that if you're a solopreneur. 
But that's not to say that you can't enter these awards or you can't become a finalist and you can't win because obviously people in those circumstances do. But they usually have categories for, um, you know, employees between zero and five or, um, you know, a turnover of a certain amount. And so you normally get categorized by the size of your business. So have a look at these local awards. They are really, really great. And they're not quite as um, exciting to enter, perhaps, as some of the industry awards, because you they have a completely different feel to them. But it's still, this is showing how well you do business and how well you grow your business and how you develop it. So there's something, if you love that side of your of what you do and you love that side of your business, then really, really, this may be an award scheme that you can take and be your own. Make sure that you check who does them locally. It will be the local council or the chamber of commerce that do these type of awards. So, or the local enterprise agency, but whatever you do, if you decide you want to enter this kind of award, make sure you get on to see where their calendar of what their award year looks like and when you need to get your application in. Because I know for me, the couple of times I've thought, oh yeah, I think especially in my year of awards that I did in 2017, I wanted to do this one as well. And I did it at the beginning of the year, but I sat down to look at all the awards I was going to enter. And they'd done their nominations and stuff um, back in St. October, so I'd missed the window. And and then I, did, I think, yeah, I'd sort of exhausted myself with awards that year. So I didn't bother when it came around again. But do check your calendar um, to make sure when you can apply for these things and diarise it so that you make sure you don't miss the window. The last type of award I'm going to talk about is the popularity contest, because these don't necessarily always get the best write up. They are sometimes really viewed um, negatively and I can understand why, because it is a popularity contest and it's just how many people can you get to click a button? How many people can you get to go on and complete an online form to say how amazing you are? If you have a clientele that is older and less social media savvy or less tech savvy, you are very unlikely to be able to win an award like this. And I think for me, this is where these awards kind of fall down a little bit because it doesn't recognise the business for what it for what it actually is it just recognizes whether you've got a clientele that can actually click a button on a computer and it's not to say that these aren't worth their salts because to a degree they are because again it comes down to marketing opportunity this is what awards are about but if you cannot get your clients to tick a box for you then you can't win it's that simple but it doesn't mean you can't make the most of the marketing opportunity still but just remember that these awards, they all awards will recognise something positive within your business. And for these awards, they're recognising that you have a high Google presence and you only get a high Google presence through people clicking your website. And so if people are clicking your website, there's a reason that they're doing that. That's usually because you've got a happy client base and um, you are doing something good within your business that people are coming on and reviewing and all that kind of stuff. So it does recognise that you are doing something good, but it doesn't necessarily recognise the technical skill, the business skill as a specific thing. It's just more of an overall view from the Google algorithms, really. It just means you know how to use Google, <laughs> which is great. But it, it, and as I say, it does kind of recognise a, a generalised business skill and a generalised trade skill but there is nothing that is looked at by industry professionals by industry peers nothing like that and it's really a bit more 
to me, these are a bit of fun. So you've got things um, like muddy stilettos that kind of um, do an award scheme every year. And this website is brilliant. You know, they're kind of a, um, you know, a top 10 in your local area. You know, they cover the whole of the south of England. And they're, you know, what they're a marketing tool. That's what they're there for. They promote businesses within those areas and within the different counties. And so they do um, each year, they do a regional award for your county. So you can be the best Kent brewer you can be the best kent nail salon you can be the best kent hairdresser you can be the best whatever um in your county and it is and it's a it's a marketing tool use it as such and enjoy it because those ones are quite fun awards but they're not where you're gonna necessarily receive industry respect and kudos and all that kind of stuff but they are a bit of fun and like I have said with every single one of these different types of awards, they are there for you to market your business fundamentally. So use and abuse them, you know, enter as many as you can, because there's no harm. As I say, each time you enter an award scheme, it is a little reflection of who you are, where you are and what you've done in the last year. And it is that mirror to what you've been doing and how you can improve and take things further, bigger, stronger, higher. Use all of them as an opportunity for you and your business to grow, learn and just see. You never know. You might actually win and you might have that amazing moment of walking up onto the stage and walking away with your wonderful star, your beautiful glass trophy, whatever type of award it is they will always take pride of place on your salon shelves and believe me it's hurt so much this last week packing mine away and I don't know when they're going to come back out again or what they're going to be um, sitting on when they come back out again but I know how every single one of those has been a proud moment I still have all of my finalist certificates in my portfolio and every single one of them is a cherished memory of how much hard work I put into my business and how I recognized that I was doing something okay and I put myself out there and put my head above the parapet just be brave and remember that it isn't always about the winning. Sometimes it is about the taking part, but most of all, it's about telling everybody that you're taking part and that you are on the road to success. So make sure you utilise that message onwards and upwards. And here's to all of those amazing people that put their neck on the line and want to show the world just how amazing they are too. I really hope that you enjoy the process of competing in these awards and I really, really hope that every now and again you get a little win too because there's nothing quite like it. So that's me done for this week and join me next week where I'll be looking at things from the judge's point of view. Just a few hints and tips and a few pointers in how to keep the judge's attention and it can make the difference between whether you win or you remain as a finalist but we'll go through that next week. So I'm signing off now and see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with other industry professionals you think may enjoy the show too. For links and further information, you'll find those in the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. You can also hear more from me and join the Inspiring Salon Professionals community on the Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.